Hello, I am Bob Bostock. You are listening to Discover DEP, the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection's official podcast. Each week, we will provide you with timely information about how DEP protects and preserves New Jersey's air, water, land, and natural and historic resources. Please feel free to add this podcast to your iTunes or RSS feed. You can also follow DEP on the web at nj.gov DEP. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Bob Bostock, and welcome to another edition of Discover DEP. You can download Discover DEP and subscribe to future editions through iTunes and Google Play. Today we're joined by Ryan Gergeli from the Bureau of Energy and Sustainability to discuss National Drive Electric Week, as well as DEP's initiatives regarding electric vehicles. National Drive Electric Week, which runs from September 10th through the 18th, is fast approaching. This initiative, which began in 2011, has a goal of increasing awareness and educating consumers nationwide about electric vehicles and their numerous benefits for the environment and for drivers' pocketbooks. This week consists of events held throughout the country organized by local drivers and advocates of electric vehicles. In the years ahead, we hope to see more and more electric vehicles on the road because they are environmentally friendly and will make a huge difference in our air quality. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Bob. This is my first time on a podcast, and I'm excited to be here. Well, we're very glad to have you. Ryan, tell us a little bit about National Drive Electric Week. Well, National Drive Electric Week actually began as a single-day celebration in 2011 called National Plug-In Day, with the simple idea of holding simultaneous events across the country on the same day, all dedicated to spreading awareness about electric vehicles, or EVs. However, due to the massive support and success, this initiative expanded to become an entire week of celebrations nationwide. Since 2011, National Drive Electric Week has continued to grow exponentially, from having just a handful of events in the first year, to 98 events in 2013, and 196 events last year. Well, that's great. I'm sure this is a week that has lots of different partners. Who do we partner with here at DEP for National Drive Electric Week? Well, the events that take place in cities throughout the country during National Drive Electric Week are primarily led by local advocates and drivers of electric vehicles. And sometimes they partner with local auto dealers who can provide assistance as well as electric vehicles that can be viewed and test driven. Uh, In addition, Plug in America, the Sierra Club, and the Electric Auto Association serve as national sponsors for the initiative. And this year, Nissan Leaf is the exclusive automotive sponsor of National Drive Electric Week. What sort of things can people do during National Drive Electric Week? What sort of events are available? Where can people go to find out more about these automobiles? Well, as you stated before, National Drive Electric Week 2016 is being held from September 10th to September 18th. And this year is looking to be the biggest year yet with more than 200 events planned across the country. At each of these events, local EV drivers and advocates will lend their personal knowledge and experience to help educate interested participants about the benefits of electric vehicles. As I mentioned before, in many cases, local dealerships also provide electric vehicles that can be viewed and test-driven by the people at each event. Other activities at these events can vary from location to location, but may include electric tailgate parties, electric vehicle parades, award ceremonies, ribbon cuttings, and even EV showcases. 
So what sort of events are here in New Jersey? Where are places that people can go, or where can they go to find out what sort of events are taking place? Well, this year in New Jersey, there are six events planned throughout the state during National Drive Electric Week, and they are located in Atlantic City, Vincenttown, Montclair, Morristown, Bridgewater, and Metuchen. And just to highlight a few of these events, the event in Morristown is being held on Saturday, September 10th from 10 to 2, and will feature 11 different models of electric vehicles, including a fully restored Detroit Electric Model 68 from the year 1917. The Bridgewater event will be held on Wednesday, September 14th from 6 to 9 p.m., and will feature five different models of electric vehicles, in addition to eight different food trucks and a live band. And the Vincenttown event will be held at Mount Holly Motorsports on Saturday, September 17th, from 11 to 3 and will feature 10 different models of electric vehicles including three electric motorcycles that attendees can ride and drive with a valid license and proper riding gear. All of the events during National Drive Electric Week can be found at www.driveelectricweek.org so check it out today and visit one of these events. It should be a great time. Now I think I may have misheard something you said. You said there was going to be at one of these events a 1917 vehicle. You must have meant a 2017 model vehicle. I did not. It is from 1917. Actually, the first electric vehicles can be dated to even back before that. And so this one is fully restored. It's operational. And they love bringing it out to events and showing it to people. Well, that's pretty cool. A 100-year-old electric vehicle still rolling along. Yep. That's fantastic. Why does DEP want people to drive electric? What are, what are some of the benefits to our environment and otherwise that an increase in the number of electric vehicles on the road will provide to New Jersey? Well, that's pretty simple. In New Jersey, emissions from cars and light-duty trucks account for about 30% of the total hydrocarbons and oxides of nitrogen emissions in the air that contribute to the formation of ground-level ozone, or smog, during the summer months. When inhaled, this ozone can result in a number of health concerns, ranging from chest pain to coughing and shortness of breath, and even other respiratory distress, especially for people with existing medical conditions, such as asthma. So we at the DEP want to help inform the residents of New Jersey that they can do their part to help reduce air pollution by deciding to purchase or lease electric vehicles instead of conventional gas-powered vehicles. What have been some of the barriers to more widespread use of electric vehicles? Well, one of the biggest barriers to widespread EV adoption is something called range anxiety. And range anxiety is the feeling that EV drivers get when there isn't a close enough charging station to get them where they need to go. It's basically the same fear you get when you're driving a gas-powered car and you don't think you'll be able to make it to the closest gas station before you run out of gas. So when you put it in perspective, though, there's obviously many more gas stations in the state than there are charging stations. So the only way to really relieve this range anxiety is to expand the network of charging stations that are available in the state, which is what we here at the DEP are working to promote. What is the availability of electric charging stations to the general public? I understand quite a number of workplaces have them for their employees, but if you're driving down the Turnpike or the Parkway or other major roads in New Jersey... Are there electric vehicle charging stations available to people? Actually, there are. Um, there are a number of both public and private stations currently in the state. Uh, somewhere over 200 now, but it's really growing every day as we're seeing people uh, start to adopt this technology and really start purchasing the vehicles and the supporting infrastructure. 
So what is DEP doing now to promote the use of electric vehicles, to reduce range anxiety, and to tell people whether these vehicles are affordable for them or not? Well, we think that if you can plug in at home and you can plug in at work, it can go a long way to relieving this range anxiety issue and effectively double your drivable range. So a few years ago, the DEP partnered with the Department of Community Affairs to streamline the permitting process for residential chargers, which made it easier for EV drivers to install chargers at home. Now we're switching gears and focusing on making it easier to charge while you're at work. And to that end, on June 15th, we actually announced a new program developed by the DEP in partnership with the Board of Public Utilities, or the BPU, to assist employers in purchasing and installing electric vehicle charging stations at the workplace by providing grants to offset a portion of the overall cost. And this program is known as It Pays to Plug In. So under this program, all employers in the state are eligible to apply, whether they're public, private, for-profit, not-for-profit, governmental, educational entities, it doesn't matter. We're offering reimbursement grants of up to $250 for each level one charger installed and up to $5,000 for each level two charger installed. What's the difference between a level one and a level two charger besides a big difference in cost? Well, obviously the cost is different, but uh, it really comes down to how fast the cars can charge. So with a level one charger, you're using a standard 120 volt outlet, and it can get you anywhere between two to five miles of drivable range per hour charged. With a level two, you're essentially doubling that so you can get anywhere from, on average, five to ten miles of drivable range per hour charged. So at a workplace, a level one where people spend eight hours, that's probably an appropriate charge to have. One at home as well, where you can spend more than eight hours generally. Typically, um, because it could get you, during an eight-hour workday, anywhere around 40 miles of drivable range, which for most people's commute is sufficient. So at retail locations such as a mall, you might look for a level two charger since you're not going to spend eight hours shopping necessarily. Yes, definitely. And you see that in a lot of downtown areas where they have level two chargers that they're installing for people while they're out shopping in the downtown or grabbing a bite to eat. What has been the response to this program that we announced in June? Are we getting a lot of uh, takers? It has actually been extremely popular and it's having great success. To date, we've actually allocated upwards of $300,000 to businesses and municipalities across the state who are interested in installing charging stations. So if you are listening and you're interested, feel free to visit www.drivegreen.nj.gov for more information and to apply. What other information can people find on that website? Well, it's actually it's great. We just launched this website around the same time as the grants. Um, and it is a consumer-based support all of the initiatives that we're doing related to EVs, but also to help inform and educate New Jersey residents. So this website's really designed with the consumer in mind and provides a ton of information about electric vehicles, including information about the different types of vehicles currently on the market, information on the different levels of charging and anything you need to know about charging your vehicle. The big one is information on the affordability of electric vehicles and the available incentives that we currently have, including the federal tax credit and the sales tax exemption in New Jersey on the purchase or lease of an EV. And there's also a number of helpful tools to help consumers choose the right EV for them, locate charging stations, and they can even determine the total cost of ownership 
of an electric vehicle and how that compares to a gas-powered vehicle. So if they do that comparison in an electric vehicle versus a gas-powered vehicle in terms of the operation over the life of the vehicle, which one is less expensive? Surprisingly, or not surprisingly, it's typically the electric vehicle because the electricity costs over the lifetime of that vehicle are typically lower than the gas costs of a traditional vehicle. I find that surprising, um, but, but very useful information to have. It is, and if you use solar panels on your house or other forms of renewable energy, you can essentially be lowering your cost of electricity even more. That's great. Is there anything we haven't touched on with respect to electric vehicles and electric vehicle week that uh, you'd like to have our listeners know? I could mention one more initiative that we launched here at the DEP, kind of in conjunction with the workplace charging grant programs. Um, we developed the New Jersey Charging Challenge, the Employer Recognition Program. So under this program, the DEP would like to recognize employers in the state who are making strides towards making their workplaces electric vehicle ready by installing either Level 1 or Level 2 EV chargers since January 1, 2015. We really appreciate the work that they're doing in this regard, and we want to give them the recognition that they deserve. So more information on that program can also be found at www.drivegreen.nj.gov. Well, that website sounds like it has a wealth of information about electric vehicles. Uh, I, I have to say I've avoided making any puns about uh, uh, people being shocked at this information or getting a charge out of it, but we can't end this without at least one or two bad puns, so I've got that out of the way. Well, I already plugged all of the programs well, that I have. Well, there so. you go. Okay, great. So anyway, so that website uh, sounds like it has a wealth of information for people to find out about electric vehicles. We certainly encourage people during National Drive Electric Week to go out to one of the events that uh, was mentioned, find out more about electric vehicles, and see if they will be a good purchase for you. Uh, certainly, they will be a good purchase for the quality of the air we breathe here in New Jersey and uh, for the future of this state. So I want to thank Ryan Gergeli for joining us today, for telling us about National Drive Electric Week, and I hope everybody listening will take advantage of one of the opportunities during that week to learn more about electric vehicles. Ryan, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. Get out there and drive electric. Thanks for listening to Discover DEP. If you have comments on the podcast or ideas for future podcast topics, please email us at podcast at dep.nj.gov. Enjoy the rest of your day.